Good afternoon. Welcome to The Metal Report. I'm Elizabeth Pudwell. And I'm Vanessa Cassani. And The Metal Report is a, um, a communication style that tribal women developed where they would go out and do their thing in the meadow, their gathering, and bring it back to the tribe and share, hey, the best nuts are over there. Mm-hmm. There's a good source of water there. And that's what Vanessa and I want to do in this podcast is we want to share with you the things that we encounter in our lives and and share it with you. Yeah, and we talk a lot about spirituality and motherhood and business and really all the things that um, happen for us women in today's world. Well, we have a different, you know, um, Vanessa does homeschooling. Yes. And so she's got, you know, she's a a younger mom. Her kids Mm -hmm. are young. Mine are grown. And so we have these two different things going on. But both of us have very diverse lives where mm-hmm. we touch a lot of different areas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we both have different experiences to bring. And together, you know, we're hoping to bring you a really... Good variety. <laughs> a really good variety. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to talk about uh, Brene Brown's new Netflix documentary called A Call to Courage. Yes. And um, both of us have watched it. Yes. So. And I'm glad that we're talking about it because we're from Houston and Brene Brown's from Houston. So that's kind of cool. Um, and it came out, what, last week or the week before last? Uh, I don't know when. Maybe it just came out. And a lot of people have been talking it about it. I went to California. So. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and I watched it with a group of girls and it was awesome. It, a lot of. Similar stuff like from her book. So if you're familiar with her book and you've read it, it's there's a lot of the, the same topics. But um, but it was really good to have that reminder. So what came up for you? What what was the most important thing that came up for you? For me, um, it just really kind of brings me back to my relationship with vulnerability. Really, the struggle in that relationship to be allowing of being more vulnerable and. And how I show up in the world. Um, so it just, I think right now at this season of my life, I'm really being called to do more, especially in my business. My kids are getting a lot older, so they don't need me as much as they did before. And so I'm pursuing um, more things that are bigger and outside of my comfort zone. And it's hard. It's hard to be putting yourself out there. And I love, um, you know, her quote, her Teddy Roosevelt quote about being in the arena. And I feel it. (laughs) And she talks about... Do you remember what it is? I don't remember the quote. It's pretty long. But um, it talks about being on the floor of the arena and getting your ass kicked. And that's kind of what it feels like sometimes. And I'm learning to navigate that really for the first time for myself as an adult woman and um and so yeah it's it's something that I'm working through and I'm glad that Brene Brown is here and has um offered so many of that content and put it out into the world so that we can learn and so let me read the quote I found it while Vanessa was finishing her thought it is not the critic who counts not the man who prints out who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. And we all have people like that in our mm-hmm. lives. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, 
because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in the worthy cause. I love that. Mm-hmm. Who spends himself in a worthy cause. And that's what we were talking about this week when mm-hmm. I was talking about with you. Yeah. And telling you, like, when you, you've got to go deep. Yeah. If you don't go deep, it's not going to feel right to you. I know. It it's not authentic. I know. Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. Yeah. And it, too, it brings up for me the, the uh, Marion Williamson quote, our greatest fear is not that we are um, less than, but that we are powerful beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is that is that is daunting, you know. What am I doing with that? Mm-hmm. So uh, Vanessa and I both have projects that we're working on right now, and I have two main things that I'm doing. One is um, the the most important thing to me is um, dating. I'm on a couple dating apps, mm-hmm. and just this morning I thought like I I've been on them for a while. I don't know since February, maybe January, and um, I look every morning and, and check and mm-hmm. <laughs> do the process, yeah, yeah. and it just feels fruitless at times, you yeah. know. And I feel like I, this morning I had the thought, I just want to stop. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to do this anymore. But then I thought, you know, I thought about what we were doing today, and I thought about, you know, the the group that we both work at LOA, mm-hmm. and I thought like, I can't, you know, because it. I do feel like I was meant to have a partner at this point in my life. Yeah. That I done a lot of work on myself. I've been single for so long, um, over 15 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm at that point where I'm prepared and I'm ready. And I want to spend the last third of my life um, with somebody. Yeah. I think. <laughs> you do. It's, I do right now. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going to happen when he comes, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but right now, yeah, I do. I want that. So um, that is the thing that takes um, not just courage, but the vulnerability. And mm-hmm. that's what her, her the whole talk is about is like, you cannot have courage without vulnerability. Yeah. It, they, they come together. Yep. So why don't you share a little bit about your... Uh, yoga experience okay so elizabeth who um is my coach on top of a great friend and partner (laughs) in a lot of our work she sent me um an article about a lot of the um prostitution and sex trafficking rings that are happening here in houston um so houston is the hub for a lot of that stuff and um what i don't share very often because it's Um, really heavy and vulnerable is that my mom was also a prostitute and a drug addict and a lot of other things and so when she sent me this article I read it and the only thing I could think about was her and it just made me really look at my whole life and what I'm doing because a lot of my work right now is um vegan cuisine and cooking and a lot of uh, recipe development and those kind of things but I know that there's so much more in me that wants to come out and 
I'm so scared to show that to the world. <laughs> but yet I'm not really fulfilled in the work that I'm doing. Yeah. And so that's my struggle at the moment with where I'm at in this season. I'm trying to navigate and understand my own depth. But then also trying to serve and in a way play small in what I'm doing right now because it's safe and it's easy and food has always been really easy for me I'm the oldest of my siblings so I've always been cooking and taking care of them like taking care of my brothers and sisters and then I had children at a young age and so um, those kinds of things come really easy but Mm -hmm. when it comes to talking about these kind of things and trauma and all that stuff it's it's really vulnerable and scary and um and it's hard for me. Well, and we don't know, like when we do start delving into something really deep and painful, you know, the scary part is I don't really know how I'm going to react. How, you know, like, am I going to start bawling the ugly mm-hmm. cry, you know, all of that stuff. And it's like, you know, we don't want to do, yeah. it's not. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. So she sent me this article and I read it right before going to yoga and it's crazy how the universe works sometimes because I went and I was feeling a little bit heavy and there was a couple moments in a few poses where I could feel like I wanted to cry but I was like you know holding it in pushing it down yes uh huh and then at the end my wonderful teacher she always has some um, great wisdom to share started talking about mothers and motherhood and I just broke down broke down in yoga after shavasana with a whole bunch of ugly crying and everybody was just looking at me like oh my god I hope this little girl's okay um and so yeah it it was great that it happened that way because I really saw how much I've been holding in especially around my mom and it's really hard for me to process because I really don't she died of an overdose and um I never got really any closure and don't really know how to process all of that you know but I just know that a lot of the a lot of the trauma and all the things that I've gone through having to navigate those um hard experiences I want to turn them into something good for other people and I'm not sure how I'm gonna do that just yet and I think well I think the first step would be you know having the courage and being vulnerable, you know? And sharing like this, because I know like for me, um, for the listeners who don't know, I'm in 12-step programs, several of them. And in 12-step programs, you do learn how to use your, your story, how to use your mm-hmm. your message. And mm-hmm. um, we say, you know, we share very vulnerably. And it mm-hmm. is, you know, but it feels like, like for me, I've done all my crying in there. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I'm used to doing the ugly cry in front of people. And, yeah, you yeah. Know, so I have a little bit more experience with it than you do. But yeah. I do think that in the sharing, every time you talk about it and every time you say it, it becomes, um, it loses its power. Right. And changes in a way where you can be like, okay, this is, I'm, that's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not me anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that. I, I, I understand that part of it, you know, and, and it is scary to be vulnerable when you don't. Yeah. One of the things I wrote down about when I was watching it is how comfortable is your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things she says in the first part of that video. <laughs> well, right now my comfort zone's actually getting really uncomfortable because <laughs> I don't want to be there. And like, it will. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm seeing this desire to grow, 
And so I'm uncomfortable in my comfort zone. But then it's like I'm in this in-between almost, you know, where I don't want to fully be vulnerable and, and do those things. But I also don't want to be in my comfort zone. So I'm kind of like stuck in this middle space where I just need to kind of step over and... Take the risk. Yes, uh-huh, and have you the need courage. To jump. Yep, I know. Jump. I also like um, the swimming story because she's yeah. talking about the stories that she makes up. Mm-hmm. And we do that. Like, yeah. you know, you and I have had several conversations about this. Like, you know, well, we don't know. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think we're unique in that we have each other to, you know, to hold each other accountable. Right, exactly. And not all people do, but we do. We make up stories, you know. Mm-hmm. We make up stories about what something is going to be like or what something, you know, one of the things, the examples that I have right now is um. Last weekend, uh, I went to California and we um, kind of buried my mom. We took her ashes and and um, dispersed them, and we did it on a boat. And one of my sisters was like, "Well, I don't want to go because I don't want to get seasick." And another one was, "I don't want to go. It's going to be really windy, and you mm-hmm. know, I don't want it to mess up my hair and all of that stuff." And I, I was like, "I never even thought of those things." Yeah. So, and it's really stories that you make up, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and. Um, I did get a little seasick when we stopped, but the whole time we were moving, I was fine, you know, Mm -hmm. and then once we started moving again, it went away. So, you know, we make up stories about so many things, you know, Mm -hmm. that it just is like, it's debilitating and and it stops our growth. Right. So I wanted to read, I put a few, I I asked um, some, my Facebook village, if they had seen the, um, the Brene Brown documentary. And I got some responses. Um, so one of them said, it takes strength to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is not something to be ashamed of. It allows us to be true to ourselves. It allows us to be true with others. It allows us to be true with us. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I, I agree with that. That's from uh, my friend Nana um, Jefferson. Um, I just think that it's like, it's hard. It's challenging. It's, it's not part of normal mm-hmm. culture. I guess. Yeah. I hate to think that though. It's it's not though. It's really not. I think maybe we kind of see it a little bit more because of the circle that we've created for ourselves. But when I talk to other people, like it's not normal at all. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to say this, although I might get some backlash for it, like, I've always had this kind of uh, trouble understanding what the big attraction was to Brene Brown's um, information, her books and mm-hmm. talks, and mm-hmm. because in 12-step, you go so deep, right, and yeah. it's, it's not new to me. Yeah. It's like, okay, so, yeah, yeah. you know, but yeah, I do, I think that, yeah, it is, because based on the response, it's yeah. like, yeah. It was But big. what's the... So, I mean, since you had your, your crying jag, mm-hmm. has it, do you feel better? Have you had some awarenesses? What's come from your vulnerability? I do feel better. Um, I Even feel like I'm... vulnerability with LOA, because when you first started, remember, I mean, yeah. there was the laughing and, you know, kind of hiding from yourself, and you don't do that anymore. I think as I've allowed myself to be more vulnerable with other people, I've kind of allowed myself to be more vulnerable with me and kind of learned really who I am on a deeper level mm-hmm. I think when I wasn't willing to do that with other people it's like I was also not willing to do that with myself Interesting. and I think that's what I like the most about the whole experience of being vulnerable and opening up is like it's really for your own self-discovery yeah it's nice having other people sit with you in that 
experience or that emotion. And not run away. Yeah, uh-huh. That's great. Affirm you or But yeah. what's even what I've found most rewarding is is really knowing myself authentically and on a deeper level. Like that's that's what I want, you know. I think for me, my vulnerability has shown me that a lot of people um admire the things that I've been through. Yeah. And sure. the ability to navigate through you know, mm-hmm. the the jail time and, you know, the 10-year probation and all the stuff that came with that. So, yeah. It's the resilience, like, you know. Right. I like, am yeah, resilient. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I probably didn't know that before, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let me read another one. Um, I had quite a few takeaways, but my big one was our internal conversation and how we need to share those with our partners because what we think and how we spin out of control in our heads with whatever baggage we have applied to um it can it can be dealt with without using our words and think and sharing with our partner what in the world (laughs) was i thinking Mm -hmm. get past thinking your partner will judge and speak your and speak your freak out we have to support each other through these things and can only get support and comfort if we use our words. It's scary, but you should not be afraid of your partner. So I don't have a partner, but you do. I do. do and you have to. Is it hard for you to be vulnerable with your partner? It is hard for me. I think mostly because I feel like he won't understand. And and I can use the example of... But do you make that up? Or is it really that this isn't something we should be sharing with him? I think it's both. Uh-huh. I think part there's times where I do make it up. And I think that he could meet me there. But I just don't allow him to. Um, but I think there's also two words, two different people. And um, he can't always understand all my emotions to the scale that they are you know even with the experience of ugly crying in yoga this past week you know I was trying to share with him how I was feeling and he almost took it on as if like it was his fault you know or he wanted to fix it yeah Yeah, uh uh-huh that's what men do a lot they want to fix it right and it's like I just wanted to talk Mm -hmm. and share and then later weird (laughs) later he was able to come back and tell me like you know, I'm trying to look through this lens. I'm trying to look through your lens of what you're going through, through my own experience, and I can't understand it. Yeah. And I think him being vulnerable and just saying that was really nice to hear. And, like, I can't understand you right now. I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. And that was really nice. And that's good, too, though, because it, if you do need further processing, then you know... And that's something that I have learned in the rooms, in the recovery rooms, is that there's appropriate people for me to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't ever go to somebody that doesn't have children when I'm having issues with my kids. Yeah. If you don't have kids, then you don't understand that part. Right, and, yeah. you know, the stuff, a lot of the stuff about we have with our moms, um, men don't experience the same right. parallel. You know, yeah. they have stuff with their moms, I'm sure. But it's not the same parallel. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think that that's something maybe that we share with our girlfriends. And it's really finding the right village, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I have several different villages where I go to share my stuff. And I think that that's something, you know, that really benefits me. It benefits everyone. Everyone should have that. And I'm building that for myself, too. And I have a couple that I'm, I'm really, really proud of that I've invested the time into those spaces and and those relationships 
And I think it's just so vital for people to have that for themselves. Well, and because we need support on different levels, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, you know, we talk about this in LOA, don't take LOA stuff to people who like don't believe in it. it right. Uh-huh. They're just going to, you know, rain on your parade. And mm-hmm. it, so, yeah, it does. It takes it takes a lot of different. So I want to read this one. This is from um, Maggie Galehouse, my friend, and she has done a book review and interviewed Brene. And she says, I think she is a sublime storyteller. And to me, part of her message is to change our internal stories. Those rutted, worn paths to which our thoughts always retreat. You can only create new endings, change, if you leave the comfort of your old thoughts and patterns and make yourself vulnerable by taking risks. Mm. You got to pay to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got, you got to. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, most scary, you know, what's the most courageous thing that you've done, say, maybe this year? This year, I would say putting on the vegan dinner. Because cooking, as a recipe developer, it's like I can develop recipes and I put them out there for people to try. But they're cooking them at home. And if they don't like them, they don't have to see me or tell me or anything like that. But having a whole bunch of people that I don't know come and sit at my table. Yes, and pay good money to eat my food. I was like, I could feel like my bones shaking. And like, are they going to like it? Is it yeah. going to be good? Am I going to overcook something? Am I, everything's going to come out right. And that, I think, was really scary to me because not only did they sit and eat a four-course meal, but then I afterwards we all engaged and talked, and so I was going to get feedback. And thankfully, I'm really good at what I do, so it turned out great. But still, that that fear of, like, oh, what if they don't like it? And, you well, know. for me, like, with cooking, it comes from my soul yeah it's me not too. A, you know it's not if I make one of my granddaughters like a, you know a little like the sock dolls or yeah. something and they don't like it I'm okay with it yeah, yeah but if I make them something to eat and they don't like it then I'm like crushed yeah yeah <laughs> no I'm the same way I'm the same way when it comes to food and I, I don't know something about feeding people it's just it feels really nice to me. It's an intimacy yeah it is, it mm-hmm. is. I'm sharing this part of me and yeah so I I, can't, I don't know what the most courageous thing I've done this year. I guess opening a Match.com profile. Yeah, I can imagine and, that being... Um, you know, being vulnerable with a dating coach mm-hmm. and, um, you know, telling her what... <laughs> you know, this is what I'm doing. And, yeah. you know, I think that... Because that is very vulnerable. Yeah. And... Um, intimate you know showing my myself like that yeah it's probably the most courageous thing I've done this year yeah I can imagine I think those things are hard I think um I think there's a lot of things that we do that are vulnerable that we don't even really give ourselves credit yeah Yeah. because I'm thinking about like there's so many things that happened this year with my relationship with Ramon with my kids with certain groups and how all of it is really just me showing up in the in the way you want with uh-huh. integrity uh-huh and having the courage to you know speak my truth and share my thoughts my feelings like all those things are 
on some spectrum vulnerable, you know? It's so interesting because everything that we're talking about is parallel to what we're going to do in LOA today, too. Oh, like, yay. Oh, you're going to love our lesson. I'm so excited. <laughs> you have no idea. It's going to be great. It is. Well, if you haven't seen Brene's um, documentary, A Call to Courage, uh, it's on Netflix. Yes. And uh, you can watch it and see for yourself. If you have comments you'd like to share with us, you can email us at the metal report at gmail.com or you can find um our we have a facebook page and you can find all of our podcasts there mm-hmm. if you have a suggestion or something you know you want to be a guest on the metal report or you have something that you want to, us to share mm-hmm. reach out to us yes please do until next time